the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Now here's Reverend Gray with the subject matter of don't. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome once again to Victory Lane. Hello, hello, and how are you doing? We pray that God is blessing you, that you're feeling well this morning. We pray that God will give you strength if, if you're not feeling well to overcome whatever is ailing you. I am your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. Welcome once again to Victory Lane and come with us now as we travel down the highway of life serving and building up the kingdom of God by the preaching and the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world, recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins while encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And remembering this always, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. St. John, the third chapter and the 16th verse. Our subject today, we're doing a series on don't or do not. Today, this morning, we're going to speak on the subject entitled, don't sell your soul. Don't sell your soul. Taken from Matthew, the second, excuse me, Genesis, the second chapter and the seventh verse, Matthew, the 16th chapter and the 26th verse. And let us read it in the uh, King James format. And we're going to read and then we're going give, to give you the word. Amen. Amen. Genesis 2 and 7, it reads as thus. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and man and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. Let me read that again. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. Matthew, the 16th chapter, verse 26. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearers of his holy word. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. 
God has smiled on me. He's been good to me. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. God has smiled on me. He's been good to me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. And it's all because God has smiled on me. He has set me free. God has smiled on me. He's been good. He's been good. So, so good. He's been good to me. Our God and our Lord, we thank you, dear Lord, for this opportunity once again to come before thy people, dear Lord, to preach the uncompromising word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, we pray now that your word go forth to touch men, women, boys, and girls, to prick us in our hearts and minds, to make us better equipped people of God. And if there's someone who don't know you in the pardon of their sins, may they cry out, what must I do to be saved? Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In the name of Jesus we pray, and for his sake, amen. Amen. Don't sell your soul. In the 1960s, a new revolution of music took center stage in the American culture. It changed the essence of the sound of music and has since been a mainstream of identification through its songs. Its rhythms were so precise and so penetrating to the listening ear that it was mesmerizing, that it could catch you in a state of mind and capture your whole being. It started out with the sound of Motown, The Temptations, The Four Tops, Stevie Wonder, Martha and the Vandellas, The Marvelettes, Marvin Gaye, The Supremes, and The Miracles, and many others, along with Stax Records with the likes of Sam and Dave, Otis Redding, Rufus and Carla Thomas, and the Barcades. The music that these groups produced were, was captivating to the ear. It made you pop your fingers, pat your feet, clap your hands, and most of all, it made you dance. Aretha Franklin was known as the queen of soul with the voice of dynamic feelings and emotions. And there was a young man from Augusta, GA, who made soul music, the music above all music. His name was James Brown. James Brown became known as the godfather of soul. James Brown's rhythms 
were so profound, so electrifying, so magnetic that you could not help yourself whenever you heard a James Brown song. It was an automatic sensation that you reacted and danced. As a matter of fact, you could not even attempt to have a party without the music of James Brown. Everything James Brown recorded was, as the saying we would say, funky. Every beat of soul rhythm was derived from James Brown, known as the godfather of soul. What is soul? It is the existence of a thing without a material matter. It is regarded as part of the spiritual part of a person. It is made up of morals, emotions, feelings, and the ability to think. The soul is conscious, the conscious core and nature of a man. It is the basis of a man's existence and woman's. It is the psyche and feelings of heart and mind, the spirit and thoughts of man. It is the center of one's affection. It is the substance and the texture of the makeup of a person. It can be recognized as one's personality. It is the spirit of God dwelling in man. When God said, let us make man in our image and likeness, in our own image and likeness, he was speaking with himself, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. In doing so, the Bible says in Genesis 2 and 7, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul, one who could feel, think, one who could have the Spirit of God within himself. We look at what God did when he formed man. He shaped him and molded him in his own likeness, the figure the, and the outline of his own self. The formation came from the dust of the earth. Notice that God did not use the powder of gold, the powder of pearls, nor the powder of diamonds. No, God formed man, made man from the dust of the earth, from the dirt, from the ground. He was not made in, he was not made in accuracy of himself. He was made in the exact exactness of the image of God, the oneness of the almighty God, the omnipotent God, all-powerful, the omniscient God who sees everything and knows everything, the omnipresent God who is everywhere and anywhere at the same time. And when he breathed his spirit into the nostrils of man, and man became a living soul. The soul is the most precious thing that has been given to man. The soul is the force of God within each and every one of us. The soul is the, is the essence of our existence. The soul is the one thing that mankind will have to answer to God with one day. The body is a tabernacle, a vessel that contains our soul, our feelings, our thinking, our moral values. In other words, everything that you do is either nurturing your soul or damning your soul. 
Your soul is the one thing that you will have to give an account of when you leave this world. The body is going to die one day, but the soul will live on and will give an account within the body itself unto God as to the life that you have lived here on earth. So the question is, the question is, what kind of life are you living? Are you living a life that is in alignment with God? Or are you living a life that is a lie? Whatever life you are living, you are living it in accordance of your soul, your thinking, your feelings, and your moral value. What do you think when you think what you think? The Bible said to think this way. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of a good rapport, if there be any righteousness, think on these things. Your feelings, the, the, what does your feelings have you doing that you should not be doing? Your moral values, do you do illicit stuff that you should not do? That's a part of your soul. What do you think when you think and when you feel in your values? All three of these are a part of the soul. And the enemy of God, known as Satan, wants your soul. Satan wants to capture your soul because, because if Satan can win your soul here on earth, then you will end up in hell with him. Nobody talks about heaven in hell or very seldom. Well, I'm here to tell you today that there is a heaven and that there is a hell. They both exist. And I want to tell you today, don't sell your soul. The most valuable thing that you possess is your soul. Your soul is worth more than silver and gold, money, wealth, and power. It's worth more than clothes and jewelry, houses and lands, cars and planes and boats. When God made man in his image and likeness, he made man to be like him, saying that you do that is not in his image, saying don't do what is not in the image of God. Means if you don't do or if you do not do what is right, you are selling your soul. You are selling your soul because you are not living in the image of God. Selling your soul. Don't finish it. Sell your soul. Every time you decide to do wrong, the wrong thing, you sell your soul. Every time you make a willful decision to sin, you are selling your soul. Every time you sin, you are selling your soul. Every time something becomes more valuable to you than God, you are selling your soul. Every time you commit the sin of immorality for sexual pleasure, you are selling your soul. Don't sell your soul. How valuable is your own soul? What would it be to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Jesus spoke of a parable, a spiritual story with the earthly meaning in Luke, the 12th chapter. He said, check out what he said. He said that a man's life, a man's life is based upon his soul. In other words, Listen to this. 
Listen to this. Jesus spoke a parable that a man's life is not based on abundance of things in which he possessed. Rather, it is in his walk with God. Okay? Then he speaks a parable. A certain rich man said, I have a lot of things, so many things, so many things and so many possessions that he decided to build himself another barn to hold all the things he had. And he said, my soul is at rest. I'll eat, drink, and be merry. Then Jesus said, fool, fool, this night thy soul is required unto thee. Then whose things will those things be? One day you will give an account. Surely we, we brought nothing in this world, and surely we will take nothing out. Your soul will be required unto thee. One day your soul will be required of you. Make sure that you don't sell your soul. Jesus said in Matthew 16 and 26, For what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for your soul? Oh, what will it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Meaning, what are you going to make as a profit from losing your soul? Oh, you may have a good time rolling around in the sin of lust and the world and all its attractions. And you may get hung up in them. But what kind of profit will it make of you when you sell your soul? Is it worth it? So the question is this. How much do you cost? Are you for sale? Can I buy your soul with money? Will you be a prostitute for money and the material stuff of this world? Will you be a thief, a fornicator, adulterer, an abominator? Will you covet wishful things for your soul in exchange for your soul? Don't get caught up, young people with the peer pressure of doing what the crowd says, smoking dope, getting high, having illicit sex. Don't sell your soul. Don't lose your soul by being caught up in the things of the world. Don't sell your soul. What will you give in exchange for your soul, your feelings, your sexuality, your mind? Don't sell your soul. When you exchange something, when you exchange your soul for something, when you exchange something, that means you have to give up something. Nothing is for free. You have to give something to get something. And in doing so, you exchange. Now, either you're going to exchange doing the right thing or you're going to exchange doing the wrong thing. Either way, your soul is in jeopardy by the choices and the decisions that you make. Don't sell your soul. I'm so glad that God 
made us in his image and likeness so that we can serve him. For the Bible says, for thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. All thy soul, he said, all thy soul love God. I know your soul gets troubled sometimes, but don't sell your soul. I know sometimes you think the whole world is against you, but don't sell your soul. I know sometimes you feel like giving up and giving in, but don't sell your soul. I know it gets a little tough sometimes, but don't sell your soul. Jesus said, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him, fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Fear Jesus. That's what he's saying. I have the power to do that. Don't sell your soul. I know sometimes it's stressful. I know sometimes it hurts and you cry. Sometimes the burdens are hard to bear, but don't sell your soul. Be like David when he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy strength, they and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Don't sell your soul. Nothing on this earth is worth selling your soul. Remember that you have been born in the image of God and reborn again when you accepted Jesus Christ, his son, as Lord and Savior in your life. Don't sell your soul. Don't let nothing separate you from the love of God. Don't sell your soul. He loved you so much that he gave us his only begotten son on a hill called Calvary where they put nails in his hands, nails in his feet, pierced him in the side while the blood came streaming down, put a crown of thorns on his head, and not one mumbling word did he say as the blood came streaming down. Where he died on the old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. He died on the cross, and they laid him in a bald tomb. He stayed there Friday, stayed there Saturday, but early, early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in heaven and earth in his hand. Just keep your hand in Jesus' hand, the man born of the Virgin Mary, the man who walked the streets of Galilee, healing all manner of sickness and disease, the man who made the lame walk, the blind talk, made the, made the deaf hear, the man who even made the winds cease when he said, peace be still. The man who fed 5,000. The man who changed water to wine. The man who healed the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus, he's the man. 
The same man is God's son. His son is named Jesus. He sold out his life when he bled, suffered, and died for you on the hill called Calvary. He sold out Jesus. Jesus gave his life, redeemed us with his blood. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. He redeemed us from the world. And one day he's coming back to redeem us unto himself. So remember, remember, don't sell your soul. Don't sell your soul. God bless you. God keep you. Tune again with us next week. Same time, same station, Victory Lane. And remember, I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. And remember, my dear, what the Lord can't do, it can't be done. God bless you. God keep you. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Only what you do for Christ will last. Amen. Reverend Gray, signing off. Amen. Reverend Gray continues the series, Don't, next week. If you enjoyed the teachings of Reverend Lawrence Gray and would like him to continue his programming on Gospel 1190 The Light, Cash App, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. at dollar sign, capital D, P, capital N, P, 2. Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching at Gospel1190.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.